Hey everybody, welcome back to the Crypto Plug Podcast. I'm your Crypto Plug, Gabriel Henriquez, and I'm so glad to have you guys back to listen to my show again. Eh, I miss you guys, you know? Alright, I said it, I miss you guys. Anyway guys, uh, welcome back, and real quick, I just wanted to start talking about uh, the newspaper comic Dilbert. There's a strip going around the internet where they install a coffee machine in the office with AI that eventually learns to hold their coffee ransom in exchange for Bitcoin. I thought it was really funny. Uh, I think they've actually touched on this kind of stuff before, on that comic before, but uh, I just didn't see it, but I thought I thought this was great, and I thought it was hilarious. And another thing, guys, uh, so I went to Cointelegraph today, and I was... You know, just looking around and stuff, and I saw the little price analysis, and something caught my eye on the picture that they used for the cover for Coin Telegraph for for the price analysis was a picture of a trumpeteer, and it's a hundred percent Louis Armstrong. I think that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I don't know why, but there were like price points coming out of the the trumpet. It was it's pretty awesome. But real quick, guys, while we're while we're still talking before I dive in, um. I just want to let you guys know that uh, my next show will be on uh, Friday next week. So you guys can look forward to that. And uh, I know like the scheduling keeps changing. <laughs> I really do. But uh, yeah, guys, I'm going to school and, and uh, you know, I've got a few other projects I'm working on. And, you know, I, I just uh, I only have time to do this once a week unless I can uh, get some kind of help, I guess, with the show. Because it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You know? I guess not really. I just sit here and talk, and then I produce the episode. But yeah, anyway, guys, once a week. So that's what's going on. So guys, you can expect it uh, next Friday on the 10th. And yeah, guys, let's dive right in to the markets. So looking at the markets, Bitcoin is down about 2% from yesterday. Uh, It's below 7,500, sitting at about 7,418 right now. Uh, Ethereum is sitting at about 417. People are hoping that Bitcoin doesn't go below 7,000. They hope it's a support, a support point at that level. Um, we're saying the same thing about 7,500 and the resistance level and stuff. And it, it, it's skyrocketed, I guess, relatively skyrocketed to about $8,500 last week. That was great. But now we're back at 7,400. So that's what is going on. Um, Ripple is sitting at about 43 cents. Bitcoin Cash sitting at 717. That represents a 1.4% difference in Ripple uh, and a negative 2.05% on Bitcoin Cash. Uh, EOS is, it's kind of holding steady, I guess. It's like a 719. Anyway, guys, um, yeah, the markets, I guess if you couldn't tell from the theme, is that the markets are down a little bit. I guess relatively compared to last week, they're down. But you know, Bitcoin dominance is sitting at 48.1%, and the total market cap of all cryptocurrencies is $264,988,112,376. So yeah, guys, that's what's going on in the markets. And let's go ahead and move into the owner of the New York Stock Exchange announcing that they plan um, a Bitcoin futures launch. So let me go ahead and... Uh, and here it is. Okay, guys. So the Intercontinental Exchange, ICE, uh, the operator of 23 leading global exchanges, including the New York Stock Exchange, has announced plans to create a Microsoft cloud-powered, open and regulated global eco- ecosystem for digital assets. So that press release actually just came out today. Today is August 3rd. And yeah, so they said that the operator 
the operator of New York of the New York Stock Exchange is forming a new company dubbed BAT and will work alongside a marquee group of enterprises that includes BCG, Microsoft, Starbucks, and others. Starbucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, to create the new ecosystem. And so the first use cases will be for trading and conversion of Bitcoin against fiat currencies because they they determined ICE that it is the most liquid cryptocurrency. They're not wrong. Um, this conversion in a fiat will enable co- consumers to purchase any item at their local Starbucks. And, oh, that makes sense now. And what will be crypto's debut with a popular chain. So it's funny because Mike Novogratz last week uh, said basically that a trusted uh, name custodian such as a Japanese bank or HSBC or ICE ICE or Goldman Sachs is what would ultimately allow institutional investors to feel comfortable. And uh, I think he's right. I think he's right. I think this is ultimately good for people who work in the traditional financial sector who may have been interested in cryptocurrency, but for so long probably thought that it was so taboo and it would uh, derail their careers if they became involved in it. And uh, now they have a familiar financial institution to uh, to basically like associate with trading Bitcoin and and you know bitcoin futures and and just understanding the way that cryptocurrency works now they have a familiar financial institution which is ice which owns new york stock exchange and and 23 other global exchanges so now this it's a lot easier for them to take part in this you know uh there's a stigma that goes around i imagine in the in the traditional financial sector where people who are involved in cryptocurrencies are crooks or they don't have good judgment and all these different things. So this is good. This is what mass adoption looks like when it begins to take hold. This is good, guys. Anyway, guys, moving on to the next. Uh, this one, I read it and I was entertained. Uh, so in its IPO, High Times, the Weed Media Group, you know, the channel and uh, magazine, High Times and stuff, they're going to accept crypto during their IPO. High Times is going to accept crypto during its IPO, Bitcoin and Ether to be exact. So uh, following an SEC rule change in 2015, Regulation A-plus allows startups and small companies, because it is a small company, to use a mini IPO to attract customers to become potential investors. Under the regulation, small businesses can crowdsource up to $50 million from members of the public. Sounds like an ICO. But if you guys know anything about investing in IPOs of uh, larger companies and stuff, usually you have to be uh, accredited investor. So before the rule change, that's what was the norm. So basically, the accredited investors are usually just the people that are the smallest and wealthiest portion of the population. You know how they say the rich get richer? This is how, because there are rules in place that allow them to invest in things that Based on potential of companies, sometimes deductive reasoning will lead you to believe that it really is just a short thing because the company's going to do well and they have a roadmap and all these different things. Basically, like if these guys are getting invest are getting involved with a company and become investors, the accredited investors, I'm using air quotes here, th- which are the smallest and wealthiest portion of the population, as I said earlier, if they're getting involved in this, it's usually a fairly short thing. And so now uh, investors can come from the public up to $50 million. So if you invest before they reach that $50 million threshold, if they do reach it, then you are actively investing in the company. I, I imagine after they reach $50 million, you can't invest anymore because obviously it states it right there in the rule. Um, this is from the SEC, by the way. So 
It's called Regulation A+. So investors will be able to purchase shares at high times for $11, a price the organization claims is a 10% discount on the strike price when it becomes listed on the NASDAQ later this year. So, yeah. Cryptocurrencies have actually, they, they play a pretty integral part in the cannabis industry as far as taking money. If you know anything about the cannabis industry, you know that they can't really work with banks because banks will not take their deposits, will not let them freely move money, you know, and, and use their liquid assets because they think that by allowing a client who engages in the sale of cannabis, they are associating themselves with somebody breaking federal crime, which is the truth because let technically, well, no, literally marijuana is federally illegal. Okay. So in places like California and, uh, and, and Colorado and stuff like that, when you have people going into these weed shops and stuff and going to buy weed, um, at any time, federal agents can just bust in there and arrest you for breaking uh, federal crime. So, I mean, a federal law. So there's that. But basically, so the banks don't want to be associated with these people. So they don't take their, their deposits or they don't take their, they don't let them withdraw money. Or sometimes they just close their accounts because they don't want to be associated with these people. So basically, cryptocurrencies have been a tonic to the U.S. cannabis industry's banking woes. And there's like state initiatives that made marijuana usage legal in a number of states. Federally, basically the same thing I told you. It's still federally illegal. And customers want to pay with cards when they go to these dispensaries but they're confined to only accepting cash the dispensaries because it's really the only way that they can have liquid uh you know assets to move around because they can't use a bank so they have to keep it all cash so you can imagine what that is like having all that money and and then imagining the people who have you know uh malevolent and and nefarious intentions and stuff they're going to come and rob you i don't know if if any of you guys have ever carried around money before but it like that like a lot of money like that there's always somebody watching okay so that basically this federal law is putting legitimate business owners in jeopardy and crypto has made it easier for them to store their money basically in the same way that they would with a bank but basically just you know not having to carry around cash all the time and and in this way if they accept crypto crypto it's a little bit better obviously we haven't reached the point where everybody is using crypto where it's going to solve this problem but people want to pay with their cards but uh yeah so that's basically how that works the cryptocurrencies have always kind of uh helped the cannabis industry and one of the people that are or one of the the cryptocurrencies that's leading the way is dash uh i don't know if you guys have heard about them but they're actually one of the biggest benefactors of the cannabis industry and they help them circumvent a lot of these financial issues and liquidity issues and stuff like that so if you're interested in more in hearing more about this then just go ahead and and uh, just kind of research cryptocurrency and cannabis you'll read a lot about it i wrote an article on steemit um so if you guys want to check that out that's at rico rolla you can check it out i wrote an article about cannabis and uh, cryptocurrency about it a year and a half ago i think uh, i was on my second deployment but yeah so moving on guys i promise to keep you guys updated on this whole mount gox business uh as it relates to creditors and just the defunct exchange itself so in an announcement the mount gox creditors stated that they had revised the basic policy for the rehabilitation plan as of august 2018 if you don't know what the rehabilitation plan is it's basically a civil rehabilitation plan that the government of Jap japan put in to make sure that the people that invested in in Mt. Gox and stuff and had money tied up and lost money when uh, when it was hacked. 
um, would be able to get their money back. Basically, it's called the the civil rehabilitation plan for in short rehabilitation plan in shorter that rehab plan. So. Yeah, so basically they they change they revised the basic policy for the rehab plan as of August first in compliance with comments on the previous version of the policy, including from a group of Mt. Gox legal creditors. The update confirmed that repayments will be made in Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, and adding that creditors will be paid back to their existing accounts on crypto exchanges or on newly opened accounts as preferable by the creditors the defunct bitcoin exchange uh this is a little bit of background it launched civil rehab proceedings in june 2018 four years after they suffered a 473 million dollar hack uh it's the second largest in in terms of amount stolen and first place if you really care is uh this year's 534 million dollar hack of coincheck uh you know guys i you know what's funny is i've read so much about mount gox and and i know about how it went down and what happened well i mean as far as like as much as everybody else knows and when it happened i wasn't even involved in crypto yet i was in my second year in the army at this point i thought i was going to do 20 years and i didn't care about anything else but 473 million dollars that is a lot of cheese man that's crazy that is a lot of money that is damn near half a billion dollars and it's ridiculous and speaking of coin check 534 million dollars that's more than half a billion dollars that is rough stuff man that is some rough stuff but guys, thank you guys for being here. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I'm just trying to aim for 15 minutes. I think I'm at like I'm at 13:55. Wow, I'm pretty good at yeah. That was nice. All right. Anyway, guys. Uh, so thank guys for being here. I love you guys, and I'll be back next Friday, August 10th. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, send me an email at crypto plug podcast at gmail.com crypto plug podcast at gmail.com that's crypto with a zero and on twitter you can find me on at crypto plug pod and if you want my personal email gmh in hd uh however i i kind of just mess around on that account just warning you <laughs> but yeah so yeah guys want to reach out those are the ways to do it and uh thank you guys for being here spending your time i know it's valuable listening to this podcast and i'll be back next week thank you guys so much be safe and remember stay plugged in <laughs>